Hello, and welcome to Raising Code. This is a podcast about four moms who are also web developers who are at different places in their career and in four different time zones. Hello, and welcome to Raising Code. My name is Sarah Tori, joining you from Houston, Texas. Today, we will be discussing family life, work-life balance, and I will let our panelists introduce themselves, and we will begin. Hi, everybody. Hi. 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 <laughs> nice to chat right, with you guys. All right, Wendy, Wendy, go ahead. Okay, so uh, I'm Wendy, and I'm coming to you from Brussels, Belgium. I have one four-year-old little girl, and I'm busy being a mom and a coder. <laughs> awesome. Hi, okay, my name is Marika and I'm from Finland. I have three kids, two sons and daughter, and they are aged three, eight and nine. Hi, Louise. Hi, I'm Louise. I'm mom of four boys and I'm based in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and I'm working full time as a developer as of three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very passionate about women, moms and girls coding, and I'm delighted to be here. Awesome. And I have two little boys. Um, one of them is 10 months old, and the other one will be three in August. So we're, we're a boy household too. Busy, busy. <laughs> All right. So glad to have everybody here. And let's talk a little bit about family life. Um, can everybody tell us what your ideal day is? What times of the day are most productive for you? Just generally, how do you work and what is a good day? <laughs> Shall I go first? (laughs) All right. Uh, So uh, usually I am up at about seven in the morning to get my um, little one ready for preschool. So uh, that takes about an hour until eight o'clock. And if it's one of my lucky days, um, my other half will take take her into school. So I, from that point, I get to jump in the shower and get ready. And I tend to try and get something done in the morning that is uh, related to either work or decoding, um, just so that I feel a little bit like I've started on the right track. That that makes a difference for my productivity somehow. Um, I don't know. Um, and then kind of until lunchtime, I try and it's either because I have part-time work at the moment, um, working with Moms Can Code School. Um, I either do a bit of that in the morning um, or I try and study some code kind of until lunchtime. They take a little break. Um, I do it in sort of short stints, like Pomodoro sessions so that I can study. And then around the afternoon, I'm, I'm kind of completely absorbed by family again. So uh, that's kind of the ideal day. How about you, Marika? Okay, so my typical ideal day, for example, on Mondays is that my kids are at school and daycare and and I take my dog out and all this happens before 9 a.m. And after that, I do either my client's tasks or then I do some coding courses or projects. So I, I do that from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. if I'm lucky. <laughs> and then my, my oldest kids come from the school and then the hustle starts. <laughs> so I, I try to work also from... 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. A.M.s and p.m.s are difficult. Yeah, <laughs> we are not using those in Finland. Okay, but but usually my my kids needs uh, help with the homeworks and snack time, and it's it's a 
totally mess <laughs> on that time. And uh, usually uh, 3 p.m. I I will go and get my my youngest one from the daycare, and then that my my day doesn't stop there. So I do these dinner, hobbies, outdoor activities with the kids, and usually on each evening, I I am back at the computer and do some coding stuff from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. So that is my <laughs> ideal day. <laughs> yeah. Louise, I know you're always busy too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean, I, I trying to fit in coding and kids, and it's always a battle. And I don't have the magic uh, solution yet, but what I have found is if I get up earlier than everybody else, even if it's just for an hour, I can make a plan for the day and I can do some coding then and I'm happy then because whatever else happens I've gotten my fix um like everybody else just trying to get yourself into that position where you feel like you're ahead of the day and I can make my intentions on my plan for the day um so whether I'm working at home or working in the office because I recently started working um full-time um it hasn't changed I still get up before everybody else and I make my plan and I do a little bit of coding catch up on a bit of work mm-hmm. I find that when the kids are in school, it's great. You know, you can just focus and get work done. It's when the kids are at home, which is more than they're in school. (laughs) They're home all the time. So like from three o'clock till my kids don't go to bed till 10 or 11 sometimes, they're home. So whether it's on weekends, it's even more so. So I find giving everybody a heads up, making a plan helps everyone. So I tell them, hey, I'm going to need at least three hours to code this Saturday I'm going to get up a bit early, but I will be busy when you wake up or whatever. Giving everyone a plan and especially my husband, giving him the heads up. (laughs) And that really helps. Um, But I have to, you have to be fluid and you have to change it around what's going on. So as long as you're giving people heads up and trying to incorporate it into your family life, Mm -hmm. it really helps. I also think that evenings for me, eight to 10 are one of my best times to work because, Mm -hmm. and that's when people watch TV. So I'm not needed. And I don't, I, I've had to make some sacrifices to keep coding. And what's, what I've given up is that TV time. I might be there available. I'm not stressing, but I'm totally absorbed on my computer. Mm-hmm. And um, it really, so it's that first thing in the morning, getting up at six and those two hours in the evening, sometimes they're my best three hours of the day. Yeah. And what I get done during the day then is sort of depending on family. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's the same like here. So you are with the kids in the yeah. evenings. Yeah. You are there yeah. and you can talk with them from some TV program, but mm-hmm. you you can code at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And th- there are times where I get more done during the day and I don't need to code at night, but I still tend to be on my computer just ch- reading up on things, you know. Mm-hmm. The other thing I'd say is that I had to start, because I you've a lot to learn at the start. It depends on what stage you're at. But I would always um, listen to podcasts or tutorials when I'm doing my jog or walk or, you know, driving in the car or doing my grocery shopping. I constantly have these uh, technical talks on and that takes up a couple of hours a day. So you're, yeah. you're actually multitasking, which we're mm-hmm. supposed to be really good at. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no. Nice. no, I, 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 should, I agree I with that. I that too. Yeah. No, Whenever, whenever there's a chance, like I, I try to be um, reading medium on my phone, um, dev, something to input some, some more information into my brain whilst I'm going about all the crazy things that um, I have to do um, throughout the day. <laughs> so um, yeah, there's so many different ways to absorb information and to learn about code and fitting that all in. Um, you can sort of do it. It's just, 
you have to constantly multitask. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, and give up on some, you know, personal time and some me time, yeah, which is, that's... which is very important. But you know, when you're learning and kind of trying to do something different with your life, that takes a little bit of time. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, um, we've talked about this before um, on our standups, right? So mm-hmm. you do need me time as a mom. But for yeah. some reason, we all have had this experience that coding almost becomes your me time. Your me time. Yeah, exactly. yeah. If you do it in that frame where you're being compassionate and, and you're encouraging yourself, you know, yeah, and you, you realize you have to be so focused on it that you have to forget about everything else. Yeah. So it's one of those things that can be almost therapeutic. You're just enjoying the coding <laughs> space. And that turns into your me time, doesn't it? Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, if you're having a good day. <laughs> Unless you're having a blog, you can fit through a semicolon. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, it's still kind of missing bracket. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> Yeah, yeah. So the ideal um, time for, for me in our household, uh, it changes on a daily basis. But when during the week usually works best for me um, as opposed to weekends, because we spend about a couple hours in the morning getting the kids ready and getting my uh, oldest to school. And that takes about from 7 a.m. to roughly about 9 a.m. by the time I'm home. And then I'd have to feed the youngest one and put him down for his morning nap, which which is my most productive time of the day, actually, when he goes down uh, for a nap around 9.30 till about 11 o'clock is when I get the most work done. Now, that's that's on a day where I don't have chores to do, but, you know, <laughs> so that's the idea. Yeah. And um, when he wakes up around 11 o'clock, I have another half hour to, to work. So he kind of hangs out and plays in my office while I work. And uh, uh, then it's on to lunchtime and pickup time from school and on uh, to the afternoon craziness so once I bring my oldest home then uh, get the kids ready for nap time so by the time I get back to my computer it's about two o'clock and I teach piano lessons in the afternoons so I have about an hour and a half to two hours if I'm lucky to to code which is really a good time of the day for me to focus that time too because it's usually quiet and I'm not interrupted by anybody else and the rest of the day is just crazy and evening time doesn't usually work because by the time I put the kids in bed it's 8 eight thirty at night and then I really have to do the chores because the house by that point looks like a bomb fell off in it <laughs> so, See, yeah that's, that's hard that's one of the things I've sacrificed is uh accepting that my house is going to look a bit like a bomb has gone right. off <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, Same for me. the problem I have is I have like major OCDs so things have to look a certain way for me to be able to focus <laughs> yeah there's a breaking <laughs> point I a mess in the kitchen I'm like ah you know the, the whole day is ruined because <laughs> just the frame of mind is not in the right place well that's the thing I've had to get my kids to do a lot more and my husband because I yeah, literally I cannot my kids yeah. there so I can give them yeah. all the chores like yeah, the mop. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea to have. You know, it's just as important to make time to code as it is to make time to tell your family, "Hey, I'm now going to be busier, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. the house is going to look crappy," or you know, yeah. you're going to have to get busy. And it's and it's been actually good because um, we had some help for the past year or so because. When I was pregnant, I fell down the stairs, so we had to get some uh, cleaners to help out with the house and stuff. And so we had them for about a year, and then I had to let them go for various reasons. And uh, my husband's been helping a lot more around the house, which which has been great. Because I was like, oh, my God, I had like serious stress for like, two weeks before I was letting these people go. And it actually was a good thing in, in a way because I got a lot more help than I expected. 
So it's good to learn to kind of delegate to other people. Like you can do this <laughs> while I'm coding, you know. But hopefully they're open to it. I don't know if everybody is, but <laughs> a good day when they help. Yeah. Well, I, I like I feel fortunate with my partner in that like um, he's always supported my studies. He said this is great um, because uh, we've traveled around a lot for various reasons. I have had taken a hit to my career and that was recognized by my other half which has been really important I think um so and especially once our daughter came along he could see that it was not easy hard work um and so I've always had a lot of good backup I mean it's not easy because his job is very busy and so he works pretty late um so just the nature of the game is that there is no other option except for me for a lot of the time but having that support, that positive reinforcement means a great deal. And having somebody, somebody willing to, to say, you're doing a great job, <laughs> you're, you're balancing it all, you know, trying your best. Um, that, that helps a lot. I don't know how, how you guys feel about that. Yeah. My husband's yeah. pretty, pretty supportive, especially since he's also a developer. It's become one of our, you know, favorite topics to talk about now because we understand and and it was funny last night we were going somewhere and he was talking about something and I just looked at him and I said I 100% understood what you just said (laughs) (laughs) it was just like fly over my head like yeah that sounds interesting moving on but yeah so that's been that's been great and he's loving the fact that we, we have more to talk about now that doesn't just involve kids and kids activities and parenting so so it's it's been nice how about you, Marika? How's your support? It's quite good now. It now it wasn't that like before before, but but <laughs> my husband has understood that okay, I don't give up on coding. So <laughs> and it it helped that I have a passion for coding and he's have passion for his own hobbies. So okay, I do all the housework and everything on daytime because I'm I work at home and it's our we have agreement and that. He's at work and I am here with the kids and when they are at school or daycare, I do my work then and study then. But at the evening, evenings, we have divided it so that we like make an agreement that, okay, you can have Wednesday nights, <laughs> Friday nights, and I can have some other nights. So we, we are switching the days. <laughs> he can do his own stuff and I can code. I feel that he's supporting me now very much and... And yes, it's it's now much easier to focus on coding because he's supporting me mm-hmm. and give. And in at the weekends we also divide the hours so that he can do his stuff and I can do my stuff. What I about Louis? Yeah, yeah, so I, I, it's similar to you guys that I have a very supportive partner. He's also a developer and he's one hundred percent behind my new in my my career and my coding at home and coding during what would have traditionally been family time or evening time with him in the watching TV or whatever. The problem we've had is that um, there's also the extra car chauffeuring of children around and the all the chores. And mm-hmm. um, so personal time coding was, ne- was never the biggest issue. The biggest issue was picking up the slack because I was busier. And um, that was a big adjustment for us at the beginning. 
And it definitely took time for us to work out a schedule and a routine. Um, and the other thing we had an issue with was if I did get, um, I was in a boot camp and um, you have deadlines. So when it comes to deadlines, and now it's going to be work deadlines now that I have a, a job, um, you have to have times where you just switch off and put away slack, mm-hmm. right? And leave the team and say, this is, so going out for dinner or yeah. having having meal times with the family. So as long as you are strong on your boundaries with when you're when you're going to stop um, working or coding, then, you know, your partner can put up with all the rest. It's, it's workable. <laughs> and I found that really hard to have those boundaries because you just get obsessed with that project you're working on and you're, it's in your mind. So, um, but communication is the other thing. So having your boundaries and then having, being communicative about where you're at with the project and what your day is going like. But I'm very lucky because we talk about tech on a Friday with a glass of wine. We, um, he actually sends me most of the material I read on That's something. Amazing. If he knows I'm interested in that. And he is now learning because the other day he said he was talking to um, his colleagues about progressive web apps, which I had created one recently and I educated him on how to do it. And then he went up, he was able to talk about it and he was the only one on the team. He's been a developer for what, 10 years? <laughs> and uh, because of what we were doing and he was giving me a little bit of a hand, I got stuck and we help each other out now. So it's actually at the stage where we're both learning things together. We both learned uh, an NPM com- command last week. You can do NPM init uh, dash Y and then you don't have to enter all those anyway commands and we were like hey did you notice that and I said yeah so we're not so that's really strange and we're having a great fun um, yeah romance over NPM (laughs) oh nothing it's so romantic (laughs) yeah that's right that's the talk that we have on our weekends too like we we sat down yesterday at lunch and we we put the kids in bed uh in the afternoon and we went outside and had our lunch out in the backyard and all we talked about was talk yeah the problem is if people visit us or the kids their eyes roll and they're like oh here they go again you know so we have to kind of be careful well, we, have, that we have so many coding books around the house which is lying around and my husband puts our oldest in bed at night time so he usually has like a coding book upstairs in his room so we're at a point that he just shows him a coding book and he's like what is this and our son is like code i'm like oh my god we're raising a full-on which is <laughs> We had also like even even talks with my husband. It goes like this that that I'm talking about my coding problem and he's listening and saying yeah yeah yeah. Then I stopped and he started <laughs> talking about he he raised erasing stuff and I'm like yes yes yes. Both so passionate about our own stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that's but, good. That's, yeah. that's really good. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I cannot talk about code with my like. The good thing is that like he understands. He understands a little bit about tech news, I suppose. I guess so because um, you know he he he's learned about all of the cyber. He, he studies cyber policy and that kind of stuff. So so at least he understands a little bit about um, that. But in a way, it's good because it takes me out of the coding world a little bit. So so for me, in a way, it's it's a good thing, I suppose, to have that natural boundary. But um, yeah, I, I love the idea of romance over npm commands. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's. I've often done like loads of testing with a glass, and he'd bring me over a glass of wine on a Friday, and I'll be at the computer. Oh, 
you're, you're the best wine and code yeah. perfect combination um he doesn't even try and get me to watch a movie he, like he just knows i'm in the zone but you know it, it, that that's an important thing like for someone who doesn't have a techie in the house you need a, you need a mentor or a community as part of your daily routine so i think it's been really cool for me to have a live-in mentor but um and sarah you have the same it, it brings you on yeah. but um, everyone needs a mentor and I know you girls uh, Marika and Wendy you have you connect together and you have other people in your co-working sessions yeah because um, you you need somebody to bounce ideas off and to say am I on the right path here can I just show you my code and we just figure it out together yeah that that has mm. made a huge difference I think and I love working with Marika like we, we try and do um, at least uh, once a week having European morning time um, co-working yeah. sessions so there's a group of, yeah. of um, coding moms that get, get together <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh I wish I could be there but you're like way ahead of me <laughs> when you're coding it's like 2am here <laughs> yeah that's a problem yeah. yeah it'd be nice to do more more often um, co-working sessions but yeah it's just really great that we have that opportunity to have that network through luckily through moms can code in this case um, to co-work and, and meet up yeah talk to people in lots of different areas actually which is also really stimulating and, and inspiring yeah absolutely yeah, and just online, online networking is really good too it's been it's been good for me yeah just having that online community just whatever it is if it's twitter social network whatever it is it helps a lot. Yeah, Marika, you were saying? Yes, that because I'm working all the time at home. I feel sometimes mm. sometimes myself quite lonely, so because I cannot talk to my kids all these stuff and I need <laughs> adult adults. So so these co working sessions has helped me a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's it is sometimes difficult to because you are working at alone and you don't have have like a real colleagues <laughs> around mm -hmm. you so it's so brilliant that i have you guys and of of course the european european moms also so yeah it feels like we've built up our own teams <laughs> you know for, for yeah. all aspects yes. of our coding life yeah. which makes a huge difference yeah, i i don't think it can work in a vacuum no, no. It's important to have a to have somebody even to just talk through a problem, even if they can't help. Like a lot of times our Slack channel really helps because mm -hmm. we talk through our whatever problem we're going through. And I may not understand what somebody else is working on, uh, but just kind of talking through it a lot of times I feel like helps you figure out what's going on or you can just, you know, commiserate about a problem <laughs> that you're having. And it just, um, it kind of gives you that sense of, support and the community that you need because like you said you can't work in a vacuum it's it can be very lonely yes and so having a group it, it it's helped a lot because i i feel like if we didn't have this community if i didn't have this community i would have given up a long time ago mm. so it it always kind of comes back to it for me i have to have uh, some sort of support system some sort of community that i can feel like yeah this is great i belong and i can just talk about issues or ask people for help and it, it's been good. Yes, it, it gives power for continuing continuing learning because mm -hmm. many times it's it's really hard to learn new coding frameworks and stuff like that. So to having community Definitely. really helps. Absolutely. So um, as we're kind of coming towards the end, um, 
Let's talk a little bit about our workspaces at home or outside of the house. What, what works best for you guys? Do you have a designated work area or do you have a workspace where you share with other people or other activities around the house? I think Marika should go first because I think she yes, has a great system in place. Okay. <laughs> so I live whole day in my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> kitchen table there and I can read to my fridge yes. whenever I want <laughs> in the middle of co-working session I just put my hand behind me and <laughs> take a choose from there so <laughs> that I is love, my space. I love that you can reach in and get snacks at any time like that's just genius to me. <laughs> yes and I love it when we talk on Fridays you can kind of reach back and love to have office but that is my yeah. office for now <laughs> we all love your office Monica. <laughs> yeah 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 it's definitely the heart of your family and it's you know i see you with your kids doing coloring and painting and homework and there's you with the big and you know you've got your extra big screen in the middle of the kitchen yeah. table i think it's a <laughs> <laughs> i think i think take them that from below the stairs <laughs> And it's full of dust, and I put it on top of the table. And then I say to my kids, and you have to go eat the snack in the living room. <laughs> you have a limit on space, and you've made it work, and I love that. And you seem so happy there with your books spread out all over the kitchen table. And, um, you know, you, you, you do, you have to claim your space, you know, and it's routine and it's, it's, uh, it's doable though. You've shown that even in a confined small apartment, you can do it. I have a small house, but I've only because I have four children who are big boys and, um, I don't have an office. I, I've only just after three years, um, claimed an office because we recently upgraded our basement and we have now got a spare room and it's just two weeks old and I just feel oh my god I can shut the door but I didn't have I know I did not have that for the last couple of years and it was it was really tough I had a desk that I got you know for 20 bucks in the Goodwill store and it was shoved at the end of the sofa and it didn't really belong anywhere but it was my desk that when I sat there and I had my back to the room everyone knew mom's coding and I just put on my noise cancelling headphones (laughs) which are so worth investing in and sometimes I wouldn't even have any music on I would just cancel out the kids <laughs> and uh, they think I was That's listening like to music, but they wouldn't talk to me. So it was like this fake uh, thing I would do. I just put them on. They go, oh, they know. And she's either on a car or she's listening to a tutorial, so we better not talk to her. So, yeah, you just have to create a little nook for yourself somewhere in the house, you know? Yeah, it was my New Year's resolution to actually move off of the dining room table and into a space. Um, so, yeah, like for all of last year, I think I was coding off of the dining room table. So I'd have to clear it off every time, you know, uh, we had to have a meal. And so, you know, I was kind of, unfortunately, I didn't have the great setup that Marika had. I couldn't just reach into the refrigerator and get some snacks, um, which in hindsight, I really should have done. Um, But yeah, like now I have a space, it's in my bedroom, but it's a space, it's a corner that is mine. And so I can shut a door if I need to and have some thinking space, um, which, which has really made a big difference. But yeah, you know, if, if I had Marika set up, I think I probably would have lingered a bit longer on the dining room table. <laughs> okay, I would too. Yeah, I feel very fortunate because I do have an office upstairs and we, we do have a pretty big house. And before we had kids, um, all of the upstairs was pretty empty. But now that we've 
filled up pretty much all of the rooms. We have given up our guest room, and I'm completely okay with it. And at one point, we were talking about possibly turning my office into the guest room, and I was like, nope, just on that. <laughs> we're not turning my office into anything. So, which, which is nice, because I worked from the dining table for a long time, too, especially after my fall last year, and I couldn't climb up the stairs. That was my, my work area, which was fine, but um, it's nice to be able to kind of close the doors and mm. uh, shut everybody else out. <laughs> <laughs> people are screaming outside it's okay oh it's so nice i'm i'm loving it my i feel like it's the best present i've had in um in years that yeah. is awesome well fantastic everybody this was really a nice chat thank you for yeah. for doing this on sunday morning i always i always start my sundays really nice with this podcast so I hope everybody enjoyed the program today and uh, I hope you girls have a great time uh, this week and we'll see everybody next time. Happy coding, everybody. Happy Happy coding coding. from Belgium. Happy coding. Bye. 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 Bye.